Welcome to the Instinctive Influencers Podcast, a show where influence becomes one of your tools for success. Now, here are your hosts, Brian Weber and Ed Haley. Hi, I'm Brian. And I am Ed. And this is the Instinctive Influencers Podcast. Ed, as we are recording this episode right now, my friend, it's almost going to be exactly to the year that we released our first three episodes. Obviously, we're recording this just before New Year's because our first three came out on New Year's. Yeah, I was just thinking like, uh, you know, we're counting down right now the minutes until 2020. And we're also counting down the minutes to our first anniversary as official amateur superstar podcasters. All right. One like, of those words probably isn't necessarily true, but it sounded good. <laughs> yeah, I think it was probably the podcasters one. But okay. no, I totally agree. <laughs> I totally agree with the amateurs one, man, because I feel like <laughs> between you and I, man, all the different things that we've gone through uh, through this entire year. I mean, we've gone through you PCSing, me PCSing, us learning that we're messing things up with the audio, messing up and our mics <laughs> are not right. And uh, and then and then and then we we. We recorded a bunch of shows, had them all lined up and had them all loaded. And then we kind of slagged off and we found different reasons why we couldn't do things here and there. Oh, and then man. all yeah. of a sudden we got <laughs> tight on episodes. I mean, we went through some growing pains, man. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, life has kicked us in the backside, but we keep going. Uh, we're trying to rebuild our, our uh, what do you call it, a queue of episodes right now. <laughs> now we're oh, actually trying record? to work yeah. on it. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, yeah I mean. Yeah, uh, life happens, you know, uh, you, I mean, you've been to Korea. I'd never been to Europe. I didn't know what the job was going to entail. You've never, well, you have been a first sergeant, so you kind of knew what to expect, but you know what I mean? Like we didn't know what to expect of these new adventures in our life. And then of course me, I want travel, travel, travel. So, and then, then you got to throw that into making, cutting out, you got to slice out time, you know, for the family and, so life has happened. Um, it does. But hey, we have shown some excellent perseverance over this last year. And, and you know, Ed, you, the thing is, man, I'm excited to see what year two is going to bring. Um, I mean, we're going to talk about year one. We're going to talk about, uh, actually, I'm, we're going to let it know now. We're going to talk about our top 10 episodes uh, as in downloads. And we're going to start from number 10 all the way to number one. So we're going to do that. But also, we're also going to talk about some of the new titles that we're going to we're going to uh, put out there. Um, I just I think where we try to go with things, it's it's going to be pretty exciting. Um, and obviously, you you said it earlier. It's like it seems like we are talking about the same stuff here and there, but it, we might as well just dig deeper into some of this stuff so people actually understand why we are so concentrated on some of the material. Uh, and, and we have, I don't know, I guess like tunnel vision on some of it. But at the same time, we're also exploring a couple other things because we enjoy doing the book reviews. We enjoy doing interviews and we want to get more of those in there too. So, I mean, it's there's a lot to come, a lot to come. Yeah. And so, you know, we our last episode, Brian, we talked about uh, smart goals. Mm. So I think that today, I think, you know, I was just really just thinking, so we haven't even discussed this, but I think it'd be a good opportunity for us at the end of the show to maybe say, you know, one or two of our goals for the show. So I don't know what your goals are for the show necessarily. 
I'm pretty sure I could guess, and then you don't really know mine, but I think maybe at the end of the show, we can wrap it up in a neat bow, tie this episode mm. to the previous episode, and, and talk about what some of our uh, goals are for the show moving forward into the next decade. Oh, I definitely. You know, um, I, I know why, Ed, that you don't know what our goals are for the show. is because you missed the staff meeting. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a meeting guy. I sent a representative, yeah, I mean, but I didn't understand yeah. what the poodle said. <laughs> Well, and the thing is, is I was here talking to myself the whole time. So that was that was great. I just in the mirror like you are good enough and doggone it. People like you. That's what I kept saying. Stuart Smiley. Were you Stuart Smiley in it? (laughs) Yeah. You know, we've talked about that before on the episode too. Stuart Smiley was in a very early episode. We mentioned that. Well, it's funny because that's why I brought it up because that was your task for that episode. I was like, I was like, yeah, really? That's her task. And that, you, you even said, he said, I've got another task. If you can tell me who, you know, so now people, if they hear this episode and then they go back and listen to that one, you're going to be, you know, they're going to be like, oh, I know who it is. It's Stuart Smiley. You know, so way to go, buddy. Way to give hey. the answer away. Oh, my bad. Uh, I didn't know that's where you were going with it. I thought we were just talking about some of the. The challenging and funny moments we've had over this last year uh, of doing this podcast. (laughs) No, no, no. No, I I didn't care. But you know what, Ed? I do think one of the challenges that we have engaged, and I think we've kind of overcome... well, obviously, the the audience, they don't hear everything we say because there are sometimes I, have, I edit stuff out here and there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and we'll be careful. You know, here and there, I edit things out. Uh, they The hard thing is, is, you know, when we were recording live together, sitting in the same room, doing all this stuff, I think it was easier for us to feed off each other because we, we could see those physical cues. But yes. now... yes. This is this is tough, you know. And, and audience, they, you don't realize. For instance, when I stop talking, usually the actual recording, there'll be two <laughs> to three second pause, and then Ed will talk, yes. and and then vice versa. And I have to cut those out. And so, I mean, that's just one of the many things that we've gone through. That's just wow! I can't believe yeah. it. Well, hey, you know, Brian. To be fair, though. When we were recording face to face, I was also motivated because your wife was cooking something delicious downstairs. And, uh, you know, I remember when we did the Benavidez episode, being up there recording and being like, you know, giving the old sniff. And we're like, man, we need to finish this episode. <laughs> yeah. No disrespect there, Roy, but we got to go. Yeah. Michelle is cooking. Like, let's go. <laughs> yeah. Do you exactly. remember? Our, do you remember our first recording? I do. Um, it was a nightmare <laughs> on my part. <laughs> you know what? Because we're going to talk about that. That is one of the ones we're going to talk about. And then there, one of the top three on our list, I can't wait to get into like the nightmare that one was uh, to kind of give the behind <laughs> the scenes on it. But yeah, our first one, it was because that was actually in your office, wasn't it? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that was in my office. We were trying to learn to set up the equipment. Like, yeah. uh you know, uh, the acoustics of it all. Yeah. And yeah, I, and then it was late too. If I remember correctly, it was like after work. So now again, here we go with me being sidetracked. Like I'm tired. You know, I go to bed at eight o'clock. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I think we finished recording that one. Literally. Yeah. I want to say it was around seven or so. And you're like, yeah, my wife, she's starting to get on me. I got to yeah. get home. And I'm like, man, come on. You know, I still had to drive an hour away to get home. So stop. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, you still were you still lived in Dixon then yeah, too. That's yeah, right. Absolutely. <laughs> but I mean Oh man it, it's been a year and I can't wait till we get into these episodes. Cause some I mean, and the things that we talked about in these these previous episodes, I and I didn't want to get too far into talking about episode one yet because there's a lot to go with that. But the things yeah. that we went over and talked about in some of these, like I just I think about it and I think I got to go back and listen to it. I mean, I just told you, matter of fact, I was just telling you that I've had a number of people tell me that they truly enjoyed uh, our, our previous episode, uh, Influence is Integrity, which is episode 41. And each time the people would say, oh, yeah, that was probably really one of your funnier ones. And I'm like, what was so funny about it? You know, because you said yourself just earlier, like, you know, it's been 55 episodes. I can't remember everything that was on every one. I'm like, yeah, like, yeah, that, that actually is a lot ago. Yeah, no, you're right. Like, you, you know, 55 episodes and then it doesn't help that I'm pushing 50. So 55 episodes coupled with almost being 50 years old. <laughs> yeah, I'm not remembering all that. <laughs> and we've been recording. So we, we, this is our one-year anniversary of the uh, shows being available, but we've been recording since, what, July mm-hmm. 2018? Yeah, a year and a half. So, Yeah, so we've been recording for a year and a half. So when you start talking about those early episodes, like Benavidez, like you're talking like July, August, September 2018, like now you're really pushing the limits of my memory. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Oh boy, this is gonna be fun, Brian. This is gonna uh, be fun. I'm ready to get after it, man. I'm ready to kind of dive into these, and and I think this is the this is that that one time where like we're actually giving the the listeners kind of like a behind the scenes type situation, if that makes sense, you know, because um, we're we're actually gonna talk about some of the stuff that was going on during these and how we went about it, and you'd just be shocked at some of it. It's it's just really cool. But uh, hey, right off the bat, man, number ten, Ed. Number 10 is, oh, this is, so I'm, I'm very disappointed where this one finished up. Yeah. This is, uh, number 10 is influencing Ronald Reagan, uh, the Master Sergeant Roy P. Benavidez episode. Mm. And, uh, yeah, I thought this would be, you know, we had a lot of high hopes for this. Um, but this was, again, early. And I, I mean, I don't remember how long the episode was, but I know there was a lot. We did a lot of recording for that. And so for me, I thought that the episode was well done. I just thought that we were so early in it, Brian. I feel like some of our earlier episodes was very uh, robotic. I didn't, I didn't think we flowed. We we fed off each other, but we didn't flow the same um, because we were still learning. Yes. Like, uh, what we were doing yeah. then. Yeah, it was difficult. And then I think that one has some audio things too, I believe. But that episode was, uh, and you know, it's funny because we, we never did another episode on anybody uh, after that one, right? Uh, well, no, we did not. When I looked through the list, um, we we uh, we did interviews with people, but we didn't really talk yeah. about specific people, which is kind of like, I don't know. That's like one of the things I wanted to change a little bit uh, this coming year because uh, we did talk about you know influencing Ronald Reagan, Roy Benavidez. You know, one of the one of the future titles that of one of the shows that I put on on, a, on an index card I have right here in front of me was it. it the title is just the first president, uh, and that's just one of the ideas. You know, because uh, I know you are just as much a fan, if not more, of George Washington as me. 
And I just, I love the idea of exploring a little bit more to know more about him. And I think when we get to know about, you know, these people of the past, I think it helps us become better. But that's the same like with Roy Benavidez. That whole idea, I I did not know who he was until I got to the academy. And once I learned about him, I was just like, I just, my mind was blown that this guy had not gotten enough attention. And I'm still to, hey, his movie deal <laughs> needs to be a movie. Yep. Uh, Steven Spielberg, Tom Hanks, uh, Clint Eastwood. I'd love if you did it, really. Oh, Clint's my bet. He's my man. Uh, but there needs to be a Roy Benavidez movie because this guy was the real deal. I mean, he. I think it was not talked about enough. And it. I really feel bad, Ed, that I got this far in my career. I think I was, I was right at like... 17 years when I first heard about him, I'm thinking 17 years later and I still hadn't heard about this amazing hero. Come on, you know, and let, let's not even, let's not even talk about the difficulties of recording. You know how, so if you go back to, you go back to the Roy Benavidez one and in the very beginning, there's Ronald Reagan giving the speech that we put on there before the music, the opening credits start. Well, you know how that was, you know how I added that? to the show you know what i had to do i don't i don't think i'm i know okay. i don't think you told me i feel like you probably recorded it with your phone at some point but you're very close so what i did was is i put the youtube video and i searched multiple youtube videos because there's different ones i actually went to the ronald reagan library one i pulled that one up i i set it at a certain point where it would start then i put my mic up against my phone and then I hit record and I played it. And that's, <laughs> that's basically how I was able to get, cause I didn't know how to pull, I didn't know how to pull um, audio from off of YouTube. Now <laughs> I know that you can, you can pull all kinds of stuff off of YouTube. You can pull all kinds of stuff even off of Facebook. I didn't even know it until I started researching it. But I mean, that's like a, that's like a behind the scenes. Like if you just saw what I was doing and you know, I, I literally, waited to record that until I knew my wife and kids weren't at home just because I, I knew I, I wanted silence, you know, like nothing happening. Uh, I, I want to say maybe I think I may have had to record it twice because my dog might've barked. So, <laughs> well, I mean, let's be honest over the course of this year, Brian, uh, General Patton, my poodle, has made a few appearances on the show, and there are times that you selected not to edit her out and just let her go. But <laughs> as a matter of fact, I believe she barked on the last episode. I don't know if you ended up editing that out or not. But so what happens is, let me paint the picture since we're talking about your dog came up. So the way the podcast studio is set up, or the warrior lounge as I call it, because my decor, I have a desk, and beside my desk. Kind of in front of it, I have a just an inexpensive futon that we bought because I wanted my podcast lounge to kind of feel very, you know, office-y, studio-y. But on there, I have a dog bed. And on that dog bed is the general, all right, Patton. She lays there every episode, and that's where she has been. So what happens is we can hear the neighborhood dog across the street, Butch. It's a big, beautiful bulldog. When he gets going, she has to bark. Or if somebody walks by. Now, the unfortunate part of the location of my house is the bus stop is in front of my house. So frequently she'll hear somebody go to the bus stop. 
And that is how she ends up making appearances on the episode because I'm not fast enough with the mute button on the microphone. But on the early episodes, those microphones, I couldn't mute. If you, you know, you remember the ones we used initially. Mm -hmm. So before we switched over uh, to the Yetis. But yeah, so you talk about your dog being on there. But Patton has made a few appearances on the uh, on the instinctive influencers. And and you just like to leave her in there. (laughs) Yeah, you know, I mean, I want to hear her opinion also because I (laughs) find it to be refreshing, rewarding, and also (laughs) rather intellectual. Uh, Hey, so you mentioned, you did mention something else there that I I wanted, I was going to bring up, I thought was kind of interesting is since we have changed microphones, um, you and I both, we both have the Yeti. Uh, we, we both use, it's just like, I don't know, it's a, what, $100 microphone? You get it. We get them. At, I got mine at PX. You did too, didn't you? Yeah, it was like $100. It's not like the top end of the Yeti microphones, but man, it has made, I think it's made a big difference in the, um, in the, in the volume. The only ones are like, for whatever reason, for such a big personality, you know, I think back to the, um, the Veterans Day episode and, and old Furman. Yeah. He was pretty quiet, which is not like him because he's got a large personality normally. But yeah, these microphones, I think they've been a game changer. I think the quality of the show really improved when we switched microphones. The other ones were great starter mics. Let's not be, you know, I'm not going to, we can't dog those mics. Well, they were cheap. Yeah, yeah. Plus, I got mine for free for my birthday from the great Brian Weber when he was trying to influence me to join the team. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, no, they were good for what they were for. For for getting us started, getting our voices on the air, getting us recording something. I thought they did. They were excellent for that. It's just, uh, you know, if you go back and listen to earlier episodes, I don't know if you ever have, but my wife and I have listened to earlier ones, and you could definitely tell the difference in the sound quality. Oh, believe me. I guess I know exactly what you're talking about because I thought we sounded horrible, especially the first episode, which that's coming up in the in the countdown uh, <laughs> to bring upon the the the, the Furman one. It, you, which uh, he actually was sitting a little bit further away from the microphone, but we recorded myself, Rick and Furman were all on yeah. the same microphone. It, and that's what's so cool about this Yeti. And I, we're not sponsored by Yeti, but. What's so cool about it is it has like a little selector novel uh, knob where you can change it to where it's either just one person, two people, or multiple people all at one time. And I thought, man, that is just the coolest setting. You know, I don't have to worry about setting up multiple microphones. I just need to put it on the right setting, turn up the gain a little bit, and let us rip, you know? So, yeah, no, we totally, Ed, we got a way <laughs> off track. No, like, how that's does that have anything? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 That's funny. But yeah, so, it's awesome. Yeah. I love yeah, my, I, I love my Yeti. <laughs> I do too. I, I tell you the truth, I want another one. I want to, because I actually just reviewed, uh, I, I, I looked at a couple different, um, setups on how you can use up to uh, use multiple yetis uh in a podcast studio because much like what you said obviously i mean i have like this little crappy apartment type. well it's not crap it's actually pretty nice man I, I can't complain i got this little apartment and i it's i guess you it could be considered a studio i don't know um and i had i had a lot of dreams of where i wanted to go with this and that's i think i want to i will hit upon that a little bit later like where i wanted things to go for the podcast this year that just didn't happen and there's multiple reasons part of it is going to be you know the reason for our very next episode which is uh titled uh, i'll start monday 
but um, <laughs> so <laughs> that's gonna be like uh, a and, therapy and, session for me, man. <laughs> oh, I think it's gonna be for both of us, my friend. It's gonna be for both. Of us. But yeah, I just I uh, I'm definitely I'm definitely pleased with uh, where we've kind of gone with things. I'll put it that way. Uh, but you know, a hey, influencing Ronald Reagan, the Roy Benavides episode. What I felt like about that one was just understanding what Roy Benavides went through and how he conducted himself after, you know, after, you know, years later, after retiring everything, the type of person he was. To me, Ed, I truly feel, and I, I want to tell people, go back and listen to episode six. Episode six, Influencing Ronald Reagan, Roy Benavides, that's what it's called. I would go back and listen he would, I mean, he's just so influential. I mean, it's unbelievable, like how he ca- uh, carried himself and all the many things that he got involved with. And, uh, you know, I mean, it's just, he was definitely what a soldier should be, a leader should be, uh, a American hero should be seen as. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I you know, we, we got like the Audie Murphy Club, we got all these everything. Like, where is the, and that's what I'm, I'm just, uh, Boggles my mind. Where's the Roy Benavides Club? Because I want to join that one. Yeah. So here's my thought on that, though. The question is, we would have to ask somebody like uh, Richard Guidry or somebody like that, because he was a special forces guy. Do they have an organization dedicated to him? Because, you know, they're good at keeping stuff like that kind of internal hush hush. So there could be something. So we'd have to look into that first. But, you know, Guidry, he served uh, with. Uh, the special forces group support. So maybe he could uh, answer that. Yeah. Yeah. And when you say group support, basically he was a support guy that, uh, you know, basically they're the kind of like, they're the, uh, they're the ones who ensure that those guys get what they need. Yeah. You know? Um, So, Hey, that was number 10. Yeah. Number 10 on this list. Uh, And and what we're going to do, those of y'all don't realize we're going to start from the bottom of the list all the way up to the top of the list. And the rate, the way they were ranked, were the number of downloads they received through the whole year. All right. Uh, So that was episode six was number 10. Episode four is number nine. Now, (laughs) this one is near and dear so much so that we literally have another, we have another episode, Ed, lined up for this year very much like that one. Episode four was let's talk about suicide. And you can definitely tell if you listen to that episode, you, you can tell that Ed and I were very, uh, we're involved with that. That, that to me, that was like that, that subject that kind of struck a chord that we had a lot of passion about that. We really feel like, uh, hasn't had enough attention in a sense. But then again, I guess you could say in our line of work, it gets plenty of attention because we hear about it all the time. And yeah. I, I can I can definitely say that like I could go back and listen to that episode and I think the audio was a little off on it. Um, I think it was kind of low in areas and I had to do certain things to you know for the editing. But other than that, I was very pleased with the overall product and I wanted it to be more of like a awareness show. And I know that's the funny thing is the the episode that you came up with, Ed. Uh, that we're going to do in the future, it was suicide awareness revisited, is what you called yeah. it, uh, and we I think we should keep that 
uh, as the title because <clears throat> I think that should be visited often enough to where people are aware of it and, and the word gets out there. Yeah, so when I was sitting down and, and we were talking about what we got planned for the next year and we were starting to come up and develop some episodes, and this I actually came up with this yesterday, and as I looked through the stats and, and you know, the top 10, I was like, you know, this one would be one. We did a good job, all right? We didn't do a bad job with it, but I think this is one that we should touch again uh, this coming year. And I'm really, right now, for my vision for it is this is an opportunity for us to look at maybe some of the resources that are out there and make sure people are aware of these resources and maybe find some good news stories or something. But I, I really mm-hmm. want to focus on, I think that if we can make people not just aware, but uh, of it being an issue, but aware of how they can help somebody or how they themselves can get help. I think that uh, it would have a huge benefit um, this is another one. So I was just looking actually at the download numbers and really these first three we're going to talk about uh, eight, nine and 10 are only separated by three downloads. So they're, they're very you know close together. Um, but yeah, this is one that I just think, I mean, honestly, Brian, you could cover this almost yearly. This is, uh, you know, this is something that affects a lot of people. Uh, I mean, I don't know if it's a, a fact or not, but I would almost guess that everybody has had uh, their life impacted somehow uh, by that topic, by the topic of suicide, whether it be somebody who did it, they themselves wanted to do it, threatened to do it. uh, They saw somebody who did it, something like that. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. maybe they were a first responder to somebody who committed suicide, whatever. But so that's why I think it's, it's, it is an important topic. And that, that episode was good. Uh, Actually, I have the note somewhere because I've read a, poem at the beginning well not a poem but i read a was it a poem this is a poem at the beginning of the episode yeah um and i think i still have that written down in my little spiral notebook somewhere <laughs> you know that was uh i would definitely say that was one of the first episodes where uh when i was trying to do the show notes i wanted to put the poem in it and i didn't have it so i just <laughs> left it out of it but i was like man um no another thing though that was definitely that was one of the episodes where that's where we brought up Mission Twenty Two, uh, and because you talked about the the march you did and all that stuff, yes. and I thought, wow, that's great. I like to kind of, I want to go back and just kind of look at. I mean, I, I'm one of those people like I'll look back at things too to kind of see the growth of it. So I I definitely want to look back and see uh, what where the growth is for Mission Twenty Two since then because we would have recorded that over a year ago. That episode, episode four would have been recorded over a year ago because you were still back in the United States uh, when we recorded because we did it at my house. Uh, that was that was the night. That was one of the nights you came over to my house and we uh, we, we broke bread together. Yep, it I was. Think, I think just like the Roy Minivis, but I think that one, I want to say we were late to dinner that night, if I'm not mistaken. Don't, and don't. the kids had already eaten or something. And we all like kind of like lukewarm food. Don't you ever call me late to dinner again. <laughs> oh, that's horrible. <laughs> you sound like my grandfather. Dude. <laughs> yeah, so I actually found the, the poem that I read was A Soldier's Suicide by Eric Milsor. M-I-L-S-O-R. Mm. So if the listeners today want to go look for that poem even, uh, it was super powerful. Um but yeah, I would definitely encourage you to go listen to the episode though and go look for that poem. But yeah, I just found my show notes right now. Now. <laughs> oh man, definitely. So what's hey, what's oh, you know what the next one is. You're the one that brought that to me. 
Yeah, well, I can't take 100% credit on this one because this is something that I read in a forum for non-commissioned officers on Facebook. A Sergeant Major posted and talked about this topic, and I was like, man, that would be that would be a really good episode. And uh, we ended up recording it, and, and, you know, to this day, this is something. And, of course, obviously, you think about every time you look at your little desk calendar. Uh, but yes. episode... Episode seven is coming in at number eight, and it is uh, pay the bill for leadership capital. Uh, And this is one of the early ones where we really um, this is one of the early ones where we started talking leadership and we started kind of making the connection, I think, between uh, influencing and and leadership, Brian. So I think that's why this one's to me, it's kind of near and dear to my heart. One, because it's something that I came with. And then it's something that I felt strongly enough about to put on a uh, gift for a mentor at the time, a still mentor-ish, we'll say. No, no, I, I felt like putting it on a gift for a mentor because I felt I, I liked it that much. And uh, I remember when I came to you with it, it was like, there was no hesitation. I was like, yeah, that'd be awesome. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. pay the bill for leadership capital. I still reference it all the time. I, I That's one of the things I do if I'm... Uh, I'll be talking to someone and I'll kind of like, I love those. I've said it before. I love those moments in life where you can turn them into learnable, teachable moments that people like, Oh, and you see a light bulb turn on. You're like, ah, thank you. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And when I, you know, when I, if I'm talking to a young leader or whatnot here, or even when we were back there in States uh, and I say, well, what you're doing is um, you're paying this imaginary bill uh, towards your leadership capital, so you're making an investment. And sometimes I'll turn it around, and, and there's kids that are, that I know have listened to the show or do listen to this show, and they've heard me say to them, "Listen, I'm making an investment in you. Do you understand what the stock market is?" I, you know, I'll tell them. I say, "Listen, mm-hmm. just because just because the stock market dips a little bit doesn't mean I jerk all my money out. Same thing. Uh, just because you have a, a rough road or a rough patch doesn't mean I quit and I say, oh, I'm not investing in you anymore. And that's kind of, to me, it falls along those lines also of the leadership capital because the fact is, is we still have to support people no matter what. Um, and and uh, there are occasions and we've, you and I have talked about it. I've talked about it with other people that I, I, I can't, I can't support you in this decision you made. I don't like this decision, but I still have to support you as an individual. And I would hope they do the same to me. Uh, with that one, we we kind of expressed uh, like basically when you go to a new organization, you can't just go straight into it uh, like a bull in a china closet. You know, you, you actually have to yeah. kind of people should barely even know you're there at first. And they're like, whoa, who, who's that guy? And you've been you've been sitting over there for two weeks and they didn't realize it. And then you start your, your personality comes out a little bit more. People start to get to know you. It's it's the right way to go about it because no one likes change, and if you do a persuasive change or uh, an influential change, there tends to be a little more acceptance of it. And to pay that bill for the leadership capital, you have to be able to you know kind of do it that way. So yeah, yeah, I I enjoyed that. I loved that topic. I felt it was like one of the greatest ones we've done so far. So that the great thing about that one is my my wife. This is probably, you know, uh my wife Tammy listens to every episode faithfully and she'll ask questions and you know, she'll ask me, "Well, what were you guys really meaning here or there, whatever." 
Um, just some clarifying stuff. But this one, she has referenced this quite a bit because she became a supervisor. And this is one of the things that she does do with her people that I think she really focuses on because of this episode. Um, she's really good about putting some faith in somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if she has an um, underperformer, she's really good about being like, well, why don't you show me? Because I'm not, you know, certain, you know, uh, something like, I don't know, closing the store up for the night. Well, I know how to do it, but I'm, I'm not positive, you know, on all aspects. So could you just kind of walk me through how you would close the store? And she's used that tool to build capital in people. And then she sees the reward on the other side that when I say, hey, I need help with this, they're like, oh, absolutely. Because of that leadership capital that she's built. Uh, I just went to dinner with her coworkers now where she's a supervisor at. And you could see the respect that they have for her as their manager. You, it kind of comes across even in a personal setting. Now, obviously, I'm a little bit biased, but. I thought I thought I picked up on it. I didn't even mention it to her. She won't know that I picked up on it until um, until Tuesday when she listens to this. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this is one that my wife. I think my wife really got a lot from this episode, which then means that I got a lot from this episode. Yeah, it's funny that you brought that up. Uh, one of the one of the things that was kind of. <laughs> It's funny how, aren't they? They're like our little conscience, right? Our spouses. <laughs> Not too long ago, Michelle actually brought up to me. She's like, you guys should really hit upon communication again. And I'm like, really? She's like, well, yeah, you kind of talked about it way back. So maybe that should be something you hit upon again, because it would be good to kind of express a little bit more, some other types of community, all kinds of different things. So I was like, you know what? That's a good idea. And then if you notice, I had sent you that PowerPoint with that massive spider web of all kinds of things for a future, uh, one of our future shows called Common Leadership Obstacles, which I wanted to develop into something a little bit bigger, um, which hopefully, you know, I'll be able to present different news about that down the road. I'm asking for help from all kinds of different friends and leaders across uh, across the globe, actually, if, if, you, if you think about it, uh, about input on this, because I think it's going to be a really good topic. But I just communication is one of those things I want to add in there. Uh, but I think that really falls into that, that paying that bill for leadership capital too, you know, because if you don't know how to communicate, how how do you even start paying the bill or how do you, how do you invest that or how do they invest in you? And then you can get the return on investment. So yeah, absolutely, man. All right. Ready to move on. Uh, Yeah. What you got, Brian? Oh, this one. This was a kind of easy one, but we should have some good uh, reflective moments on this one. What you got for number seven, Brian? Number seven. You know, it's I. This is what I find funny, and that's why I think people are going to be like, "Wait, shouldn't the first episodes have the most downloads because of the oldest?" Ah, well, no. I mean, some of them are just more popular, and it's number seven. You would think would have. There she was. Number seven, you would think, would have the most downloads, period, I would say, but it does not. And that is episode one, titled, What is Instinctive Influence? And let me tell you, Ed, that one is a dumpster fire. Just just straight up, <laughs> it's a dumpster fire. It literally looks like the Dallas Cowboys. That's what it looks like. Oh, I'm sorry. I hope there was no Cowboys fans out there. Um, but yeah. It's just it's it, the audio was entirely too low. Um, we just I don't I don't think we knew what we were getting into. And 
if I could go back and just re-record that one, I think, I, although, although I don't think we would get the conversation we had, just re-recording it would be great just to get the audio turned up a little bit. But at the same time, <laughs> that was, when I say a nightmare, it's funny how you and I were trained not to use a ton of uh, crutch words. That oh, one, yeah. yeah. If you know how many crutch words I cut out of that one, it was insane. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's because we 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 were almost stuck in our in our thought that we didn't know what we were going to say, and instead it would be uh, you know, it's, it happened. Yeah. It still happens. I mean, instead we've we've changed different words into some another crutch word, and it's like, oh man, I gotta I gotta stop saying that so much, right? Um, there's just what what was great about it was it, it was an introduction to who we are in a sense, or what we're trying to produce. But that's all. I mean, I, I dumpster fire. <laughs> dumpster fire. So I'm going to, I'm going to uh, defend us, Brian. I think that part of the issue was, you know, we, we didn't know how to show prep, right? Like we didn't know like, oh, I need to take notes this way, that way, at least. Okay. We'll just say from me, I won't even include you. It'll be me, but I feel like it's both of us. And then when you don't know how to show prep for it, then that leads to those moments where you're like, so, uh, you know what I mean? Like that, that's part of it. Um, (laughs) We just we just didn't really understand the show prep of it. And I can tell you honestly, a hundred percent, at show one, I'm not completely bought in yet. I buy in on an episode we're going to uh talk about much higher in the countdown is when I officially bought in. But episode one, I was still like, Yeah, I'm not sure what I'm doing yet. Uh, like I was still trying to figure things out and, and you were too, you know, you would put a little bit more research and, and work into it, but in our defense, yes, <laughs> we were not ready to do show one yet. We should have probably like done a recording as a test run then ran it back and listened to it and then be like, Oh, that's terrible. And then we maybe, you know, AAR'd it another episode that we've done. Yes. Use an after action review. Uh, but that, I think that was part of the problem with episode one. But you know what? I mean, it's still, yeah, it's still up there. I mean, it's in the top 10. It is. Uh, it's because it's the it's, first one. <laughs> That's why. Yeah, but we released multiple ones right away. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, one, two, and yeah, three I, were all I, released. I think part. <laughs> and that's the thing, Ed. One, two, and three were all released on the same day. They all released on the, the 1st of January uh, last year. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, no. I remember. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't know if you remember, but I was doing. Facebook live videos mm-hmm. while enjoying adult beverages in Berlin. <laughs> right. Wait, weren't you excited for the release? Were you like in an Ikea or something like that? I did a video in an Ikea. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the Facebook lives in the beginning were, were real. Yes. Uh, we were at the Ikea here in, in Germany where we had just got here. We're still trying to figure things out. And I think I, I want to say I had a, like a drink in my hand. I was trying to look like sophisticated ish in a sweatshirt kind of video. My wife was holding it and all the Germans are walking by. Of course, I'm recording it in English. So all the Germans are walking by and where we were sitting, the way the Ikea is, 
where the restaurant is, there's a little lounge area that you can sit and hang out by the fire and stuff. And that's why I was like, oh, that'd be a good place to make a video. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the, the live oh. videos. <laughs> I'm so glad you brought up the live videos. You, you oh. may or may not remember the one I did was on the railroad track. Do you remember that one at all? I do remember it. So you know what that one reminded me of? <laughs> Please. You remember Mad TV, the television show Mad TV? I do remember Mad TV. Remember the uh, the spoof on dating services? And in the beginning, <laughs> it's like the guy and the lady walking, holding hands. Lowered yeah. expectations. And that's yeah. what that, when you're walking on the tracks, that's what I was thinking of. <laughs> hey, I mean, I still like the idea. I still, I, you know what? I still support my ideas on that. It, it, the funny thing was, is so my wife is recording it. She's standing there in front of me holding the camera. Our children are staying. We made them sit like 20 yards away because they were loud. And I'm like, so if you can see me before it's recorded, I'm down there trying to convince my kids. Hey, listen, you just got to be really quiet down here so we can do this real quick. And, you know, and they're just, and they're young, like, even if yeah. they yelled out, I couldn't be mad at them. Whatever, you know, they're kids. It, that's what they do. You know, it doesn't. It doesn't really hurt my feelings when my kids get loud. I, I really, I can ignore it all day long. But it's just funny how the whole play, the whole thing played out. And we finished. It was funny how Michelle <laughs> reacted after we finished. She's like, "That was really motivating." I that was really good. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you know, I, I mean, I have to get in front of soldiers all the time. That's I have to kind of ad lib things like that, you know, but. At the same time, I th- I remember, um, like stopping and almost. Uh, what happened was is I lost train of thought, and I was acting almost like I was in thought, or I was kind of like in you know like a like an expressing moment. <laughs> but actually, what happened was I forgot what I was going to say, and then I had to recompose myself real quick, and then I went on. But yeah, it was man. Facebook lives. I mean, then again, I just did another one the other day. So who knows? And it was a dumpster fire also. Um, but, <laughs> hey, uh, we're going to talk about goals. And let me go ahead and check that one off on my goals for the future is more videos. All right. Got it. So um, speaking of more videos, Brian, real quick, I just had a thought. Like, So you're getting ready to uh, be reunited with your wonderful family, thankfully. Yes. Right. Yes. Yes. I think that you could probably coax the kids into doing a instinctive influencer Facebook live video. I think the, I, the, I, I know Ethan. Ethan is probably our biggest fan. Um, I think yeah. Ethan would love doing it. Yeah, I yeah, think it would be kind of a cool little, you know, a little cute video to, uh, to, use, to use your children to try to draw in more people. <laughs> it's horrible. Yeah. Let me write that down. Let me write that down. Yeah, write okay. that down, man. Write that down. That's <laughs> my, my kids are old. Nobody wants to see a 20 and a 26-year-old tell you to listen to their dad's podcast. Yeah, but you know. Children. Hey, maybe I should start, like, getting them to do commercials. I don't know. Uh, so it's funny. <laughs> you said Ethan is, like, one of probably our biggest fan, right, for the show. Um, we're talking about the same young man who you'll hear him talking and Michelle has sent me videos of Ethan and she's also like she we were chatting on messenger and she you know like video chatting and she holds up the cameras he's talking just talking and then all of a sudden he signs off 
of his podcast. And I'm like, <laughs> but he's not recording anything. She's like, yeah, I think he's practicing. I don't know. So <laughs> I can't remember exactly what she said, actually. But it's just, I'm like, wow. So, and and they do, like, there was the other day, um, I was actually, I told I told Michelle, I was like, sorry, you know, I sent her a message. I said, sorry, the episode didn't come out on time. Uh, because sometimes, like, so I try to make it to where it comes out uh, midnight in the States. Uh, so that would be a little bit later in our day, but sometimes uh, I'll uh, editing or something, something will come up and I won't be able to do what I need to. Um, once again, I want to go ahead and say, we'll probably talk about more of this on our next episode called I'll do it Monday. Um, but, <laughs> but with that, cause at Ethan, I'd heard, I literally heard him tell her the other day, Hey, on the way to grandma's, can we listen to the podcast? Basically Christmas Eve, they were going to drive down, to uh, her, her grandmother's uh, and they do the whole thing and whatnot and gifts and food and all that stuff and then drive back and it's an hour drive. So, you know, he, they can listen to it. And he actually, asked, I was like, man, that's kind of cool that my kid's asking his mom to listen to our podcast. And I mean, I don't know if he's learning anything from us. Um, I, I hope so. Um, I, I, <laughs> truth, I hope there are plenty of people learning things from us, but who knows? Um, but that first episode, Ed, I'm telling you, uh, I have to, this is where I have to go back where you said, you said maybe we shouldn't have done. I disagree. I think that was, that was the gateway drug for me uh, to keep going and say, no, I'm going to make it better. And that's, really? that's been a goal that was, yeah. Ever since when that episode, like nothing has been more annoying to me sitting here editing. If I can't get the audio correct or I can't, properly mesh something up. I've done a lot of research on just editing. And you know, if you if you read a lot of the forums, I don't know how many of the forums you, you, you partake in, uh, especially on Facebook, because there's a lot of different ones about podcasts and stuff. A lot of them tell you, hey, don't cut anything out. And I'm like, yeah, okay. No, you, you have yeah. to. Certain times that you just got to, you got to take some stuff, mesh it up. You would be shocked how many times you or I have said the same phrase twice in a row and I was able to cut half out of that phrase half out of the other mash them together and you'll never even know that <laughs> it's it's insane it's just awesome but um but hey let's we're gonna get that was number seven and we're, we're yeah we're pretty deep into the this recording we're almost at an hour and we're not even halfway through these episodes I know so uh, number six what do we got so for number six we got this was an episode I was really looking forward to um, but I can tell you this episode is another one that, I mean, if you revisit it, it may not be the same episode. It may not be the same responses. So episode, uh, six. Yes. No, episode, five. episode five comes in at number six, man. I knew I was gonna mess that up. So, <laughs> so not five is six either. or six is five, whichever, uh, five is but it's six. three books of influence. And I would tell you, Brian, for a hundred percent, fact that if you ask me what are three books of influence today it's probably not the same three books that were my influence then because Mm. we read so much for this show and i've read so much over the last year for work school and now i'm reading harry potter for entertainment um but and then and then over the last year we've really gotten into audiobooks, right? That was something that we weren't doing last year when we first launched. So that's something else that's new. So I think that this for me, this has changed. 
And I really think that two books that we covered could find their way on this list. Um, you know, like uh, I really enjoyed The Science of Likeability. I thought that book was really good. It was recommended by a listener. And I love that book. And I just shared with you today that my wife has a uh, um, a young lady that works for her who likes to read books on leadership. And I suggested my wife take that book and, hey, you know, let her listen. Let her read it, I mean. Um, mm-hmm. And then the other one, man, Great Leaders Have No Rules. We did, what, two, three episodes on that? We did two. 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 We did two. We did three on charisma. That was yeah. a good book. That was an excellent yes. book. And I just found it on a podcast, on a leader, Lead X podcast. I found it on another podcast. And uh, so, like I said, the three books of influence at the time, yeah, those were three books. But this is ever-changing in my mind. At least for me, it oh, is. Yeah. It changes yeah. all the time. So, you know, and yeah, so- what, what are you thinking? Well, some of the books that we talked about during that episode, and people can go back and listen to it, but some of them that we talked about, not just the not just the three each, but some of the ones we talked about was Helmer on Leadership, which we did an entire we did we mm-hmm. did two shows on just that alone just yep. recently. Right. And then we also talked about the the book of five rings, um Miyamoto Musashi. Uh, yep. we talked about Tim Ferriss's Tool of Titans. Um, oh, here's here's one of yours, My Life by uh, Irvin Magic Johnson with William Novak. Um, Lance Armstrong with Sally Jenkins. It's not about the bike, my journey back to life. Uh, Stephen Ambrose's Band of Brothers. Uh, Simon Sinek, Start With Why. Spencer Johnson. Oh, tons of time. Uh, yeah. and we're gonna we're gonna get a little bit more into Simon also here in in the future uh, because we've actually talked about different books to do with that. We also talked about Spencer Johnson's Who Moved My Cheese, which is an excellent short read for people to really understand things. You take so much from such a small little story. There's so much meaning in there that if somebody, I, I recommend anybody read it. Um, we talk about the three meter zone. We've we've referenced that tons of times. Actually, I, I have that sitting oh, yeah. right over there. Like I have a recliner that is less than four feet away from me. And right on the table beside it is the three meter zone because I love to get in there and just look at different things. Um, we talk about Hackworth's About Face, which was, if you remember, <clears throat> if you remember correctly, we actually gave each other books during that, that, uh, that yep. episode at the end. You gave me About Face and I gave you the uh, the one... Lance Armstrong's Lance Armstrong. It's Not About the Bike. Yep. Yeah. So, and yeah. We, oh, and then we, we also talked about, uh, not only did we talk about extreme ownership, but also we talked about the dichotomy of leadership because it hadn't come out yet. It was, it was coming out later that week. We recorded this show, I want to say, either the day before or two days before you left Fort Campbell. This yeah, was our it last, was really close. Yep, this was it. That was our last live one together. Yeah, this is this is also one that I'm pretty sure my wife wished she could have done because she's such a avid reader. But um, and it's funny too. You mentioned the dichotomy of leadership was about to come out, and as we record this episode, Jocko has another book coming out this month. <laughs> well, oh, not this yeah, month, yeah, but yeah. next month. Yeah, I yeah. saw it. I, said, I think I sent you a link <laughs> about it. Actually, um, you probably already knew, but I saw it. I was like, oh, I can't wait. It's another field manual, and it actually is a book. It's a straight up book, bro. Yeah, no, I've already used my Audible credit for it. <laughs> wow, so, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely getting the hardback on that one. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about it because it, it hits upon a lot of subjects that, like, I all I see that is is 
excellent source material for to use in life, and then also excellent source material for you and I to use on this show. I mean, it just it looks great. Yeah, no, that's um, you know when I read a lot of these books, it's like it'll be a chapter in a book, and you'll be like, wow, that would that chapter could be a good show by itself. We could develop. So yes, yeah. I, and like I said, I just think Audible or audiobooks, period, just was a game changer this year. Like, uh, I've read a lot of books. I actually finished About Face this year um, on audiobook. I'm reading uh, Musashi right now on audiobook, but it is like 58 hours of audiobook. <laughs> so it's, it's, yeah, yeah, it's quite lengthy, but it's, it's so good. And I mean, when I listen to audiobook, I like the guys that change their voice up to it. It, the guys who change their voice to try to sound feminine are hilarious, but I do like when they like put a voice to the you know the person speaking, uh, makes it makes it more enjoyable. But yeah, audiobook was just a game changer this year. Yeah, it definitely is. I, I mean, <clears throat> I'm just excited to kind of see where we go. Be I I liked doing that episode, but I really do enjoy it when we dissect books, uh, and we're we're planning on doing that. We've already got five in the shoot of books that we want to try to dissect this year. You know, this coming up, um, but to go back and uh, just to kind of hit upon other episodes that we've done in the past year that we we enjoyed. You you mentioned uh, science of likability. Well, that was episode twenty eight and twenty nine. So if somebody wants yep. to go back and watch, listen to that. Great, great book. I say get the book also. Um, additionally, we also talked about Great Leaders Have No Rules. That was episode 37 and 38. 38, uh, and yeah. Yeah, that was, that was a really, to me, that was a game changer. I enjoyed that book so much that I have utilized much of what's in there in my work life. I didn't, I didn't just like talk about it on the show. I literally took a bunch of the things he discussed in there and I tried to encompass that in the work life. And it was just, it was great. I, I enjoyed that. That was a great episode. And it's, it's kind of sad to say that that was like basically one of our last ones we got to do live together. And we haven't done another one live together since then. Uh, but then again, hey, you know, who knows where life leads us down the road? Yeah, small army. You never know. I'm going to eventually have to leave Germany, unfortunately. So, uh, who knows what's next? I mean, really? Yeah. Yeah. It, and it was, it was, it, that was a very interesting. I was, I remember being excited for, it. I remember all the thought because we came, so you listed off all those books, but yet the title of the episode was three books of influence. And the problem we were having is hammering down just three. Yeah. So we had to tough. go with some honorable mentions. Remember that? Like, yeah. Oh, so yeah. that was a great oh, episode. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, that brings <laughs> us to, that comes brings us to our number five on the list, the all time top. I feel like David. I feel What's like that? David Letterman. I feel like David Letterman right now. <laughs> number five. <laughs> what do you got, Brian? Episode twelve: Toxic Influence. And really, what we did was we took toxic leadership and just turned it into toxic influence because pretty much that's what toxic leadership uh toxic influences is toxic leadership and we looked at we looked at multiple um i i I couldn't tell you how many different articles we looked at uh one of the big things we we kind of dissected to help develop that show was it was an article called toxic people 12 things they do and how to deal with them 
um, that was a great that was a great piece. And actually, in the show notes, I actually listed all twelve of those behaviors. The funny things, if if anybody ever goes back and looks at the show notes, they'll see it says one through eleven. I forgot to put the twelve. By the way, so, <laughs> kind of a small little note there. Um, additionally. We also brought up that uh, that one um, study or article that was done by uh, Colonel Denise Williams, uh, toxic leadership in the U.S. Army, and and that one to me, you can also find that within those same show notes, uh, and it's in the very top of it. To me, that's probably been one of the uh, like a uh, one of those cornerstones in my leadership career or just my Army career that I can look back and look at that. Uh, not just just that article in itself, because I've known about that article long before, you know, ever trying to do this show. Matter of fact, I want to say I first read that article probably back in 2013, maybe. So almost six years ago, or yeah, well, it was over six years ago that I I first read that. So and I still to this day don't mind pulling it up and looking it over or sharing it with others. But toxic yeah. influence, <laughs> episode twelve. That's a key thing that I think more people should try to learn about and understand. That's that's that was my take on it. Um, but I remember asking the audience also in our task, and this was early on, you know, uh, what the characteristics and types of toxic leadership do they uh, identify themselves with or fall in within? And you know that that's a, that's kind of a hard thing to do. It is to t- kind of like do a self evaluation to pull out. Oh, these are the negative things about me because people don't want to do that. So, but great episode. What are your thoughts about it? Uh, so that episode was really good. That article that we used, the Denise Williams article, I have forwarded that to young soldiers. And, you know, we, we, we always want to focus on positive stuff to help us develop. But, you know, early in my military career, I was taught that, you learn as much from a negative uh, experience with a leader as you do from a positive experience. And that's what this article and this episode was all about is making you aware of these negative things. But you can learn because how do you recognize those in your subordinates who are going to be future leaders? How do you recognize that in your leaders? You have to be aware of them. And then you see those things and you know how those things make you feel. And then that makes you as a influencer say, I'm not going to be that, you know, I think I shared maybe not on that episode, but through the course of this last year, the leader that I had to just scream and shout and cuss. And I was like, I will not be that leader. So mm. that toxicity made me realize that's not who I wanted to be. And, uh, and I think that's why this episode was really important for our listeners and I had an opportunity to spend some time with my family. And, and this is one of the ones that they kind of talked about as one that they enjoyed uh, the episode, really enjoyed listening to. So, yeah, this is another one. And, you know, and, and we make toxic leadership in the military side of the house. It's such a overused term now. Yeah. But I, it, it's, it's a shame because I think it's lost some of its um, its Value. impact. Yeah, it's also of its value because it's so overused. Like when I went to the master leader course, we had to write a prerequisite essay and it was a leadership essay. And that was one of the things they said, all right, if we have 36 students, we're going to have about 15 toxic leadership essays. 
that that's yeah. ridiculous. That's crazy. There's so much more to leadership, you know. So, but that's, I do think it's an important topic. Um, and and I thought that that episode was, you know, we did a good job with it. It wasn't, it wasn't that bad, you know. It was all right. No. No, <laughs> but was, that article is, yeah, yeah. No, I just and and I don't. I didn't want us to do that that particular episode to focus on the negativity of it, but at the same time. I think it's good to be able to identify that to uh, possibly go into a resistance mode or to, not resistance, but try to not follow those traits. I mean, when when it comes to the next year, <clears throat> I brought up earlier common leadership obstacles. Well, common leadership obstacles is basically it's kind of the negative side of things. And then we get to look at the positive side. OK, well, this is a common obstacle or common problem or common issue. Here's how we can fix it. But sometimes you have to identify the bad to mm-hmm. get good. Um, I think there was another one in here that does it was talking about toxic influence, but there's another uh, title: a tyrant can make you stronger. Now that to me, that's uh, mm-hmm. that says a lot. You know, a tyrant. You know, we we've talked about that. Uh, you you even I want to say you brought up something that shows a negative and positive positive side. Uh, for future episodes, positive and negative influence of talent management. Like that's that's important to know, right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. so you know, sometimes we have to bring out the bad. I mean, when you go back to let's talk about suicide. No one wants to talk about it. No one wants to hear about it. But if it's not brought up, then it's no one's aware of it, and we're not looking for signs, and we're not looking for the you know to help Absolutely. people along. You know, so and- yeah. And right. ignoring it doesn't make it go away. Suicide or toxic uh, influence. Ignoring it and pretending it's not there does not make it go away. So it's better to get it out there in the forefront. Get out there and talk about it. Understand it. Embrace it. It's a thing. But how can I, yes. uh, you know, have an impact? How can I prevent somebody from feeling like they their only option is to take their own life? How can I prevent my, you know, my soldiers or subordinates from dealing with somebody who's toxic? So... I think yep. that's why these topics, both of those are kind of in the same light are important because we don't want to talk about them. We don't want to acknowledge they're there, but they are there and we need to embrace them and understand them in order to defeat them. Absolutely. All right, Ed, here we go. We are going to, we are now in the top four. We were in the top five. Now we're in the top four. Oh boy. <laughs> Number four. Here are your instinctive influencers. Number four is episode zero, the introduction. (laughs) And I really was like, uh, how am I going to lead into a discussion? So I wanted to jazz it up with some little drum roll. (laughs) Do you remember recording the introduction, Ed? Did I record the introduction? No, I do not remember that. Did I? I did, right? No, I don't remember. No, you don't because I hope you don't because I did it in my bedroom um, back when we were in Tennessee. My wife was sleeping in bed while I, or I, I think she was awake and I was sitting at the computer around my mic and I was, I tried to have this really calm voice and talk like this because Awkward. I it was supposed to be how you talk on the radio or over the <laughs> away and i didn't realize how stupid i sound right you know how many times ed i've wanted to re-record just episode zero at the introduction to introduce <laughs> who we are and what we're doing oh my goodness man the funny thing is i actually <laughs> use that i used that in a, a small uh 
trailer or, or clip that I, I used um, for Facebook and I posted it and I used that as part of it. And then I kind of like put pictures over and all this. I mean, I had all this kind of crazy audio visual stuff. <laughs> I was still learning, which was crummy too. Um, yet again, another dumpster fire. Um, but yeah, episode zero, it, the only reason it has so many is probably because people tend to listen to the very, this is what I've understood is, and the thing is, is, well, let me continue on. Uh, episode zero, it was the very first thing that we actually distributed. I distributed before we did the Christmas thing because we did do a Christmas thing, if you remember correctly. Um, yeah. But it was just going to be an introduction, and it's to try to build up hype so people will start listening. Well, I mean, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and try to say, hey, we didn't do things to get listeners. No, you you have to do things so people know who you are, so they'll listen, and then once they hear you and they like what you say and do. Oh wow, this is good. I want to keep doing this, you know. So, um, but yeah, episode zero. I don't. I don't even think it was longer than three minutes, maybe five. I don't know. Here we are now. There's <laughs> sometimes where we record four hours, and I have to bust it up into two different shows. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah episode. Yeah, episode like, no. <laughs> What's that? Yeah, I was just like after you said it, and you said, "Hey, you know, do you remember recording?" I was like. Then I, I don't, yeah. you know, my memory is bad, Brian. I, I was really going, wow, I really don't remember recording that. Yeah, you, you need to go, maybe you should go back and listen to it. <laughs> yeah, that's, I don't yeah. even remember. But you know what? So, all right, we talked about the intro episode, but what about the Christmas episode? I, I enjoyed the Christmas oh. episode. I loved sitting down as two families uh, mm-hmm. and recording that episode. Since, since it didn't make the top 10, I'm disappointed yeah. in that. I, but I thought it was I thought it was a good episode. I enjoyed well, maybe I enjoyed it because, you know, our families were together, it's the holiday season. My wife and I just got our household stuff. You know, we were still trying to get settled. And I think it it gave a sense of of family sense uh beyond just her and I, you know, at that point in the holiday season. So I really think I thought it was a good episode. We talked about like our Christmas memories and presents and movies and yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, no, I, I thought that one was a pretty good episode since the introduction episode is kind of an anti-climatic number four. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Well, so the introduction episode zero was actually released on the 7th of November. Um, so that was, that was almost two months, just under two months from the release of the very first three. Do you remember Ed the episode number? for our first Christmas special. Because that's what it's called, our first yeah. Christmas special. You know what episode number I was? do remember. It what was Celo Celo. Uh, zero, zero, right? Oh, Ed. It's zero, zero. It's not zero, zero? Zero. zero. There's three zeros. <laughs> who does that? Who, who puts know. three zeros? I don't know, but it was episode zero, zero, zero. There was something, there was something, there was a reason why I had to put three zeros in the format of it. It wouldn't take or something. (laughs) It was something weird. And that's why I had to put three zeros and it accepted it. And before that, it wouldn't take it. I was like, what the, why is this not working? You know? Um, But yeah, that was, that was actually, that one we released on Christmas Eve. And I want to say we actually recorded it. um, It was that Saturday maybe or Monday. yeah it was like the weekend prior 
Yeah, it was just like a day or two before. And it was crazy how we ended up recording it because if I'm not mistaken, uh, you and your wife were in separate rooms, correct? Or were you in the same room? Uh, no, we were in the same room. We were in the same room for that one. Yeah. Uh, it was the music episode. When her and I did the music I, episode, we had to yeah. separate rooms. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that music episode. Okay. Yeah, that was, well, that was episode 19. Wow, that was a while back. Um, yeah, that one we had to do. Wow. Yeah. So <laughs> the setup for us was way different. Uh, we were all sitting in our living room. Um, it was, you know, myself, my wife, Michelle, and both my children, Ethan and Eva. Uh, I had my headset and my microphone. Ethan, he was, man, he was so excited. Uh, and that's why I, <laughs> I, I, I definitely wanted, when we get back, we're going to do one with him. Now, we'll definitely have to do some editing somewhere here and there. We'll probably end up talking about Fortnite or something. I don't know, because that's what he does. And actually, I just played it for the first time tonight, and I kind of liked it. I kind of got addicted to it. Um, oh, anyways. brother. anyways so uh he's sitting there and he's got a microphone and head in his own headset and then poor michelle and eva they had to share a microphone and i think they had headsets both i can't remember the exact setup but that was another thing i learned was you actually have to buy another piece of equipment to plug a bunch (laughs) of headsets in instead what i had done was i had these pigtails they all ran out of one jack and then oh my goodness. they they wide off and then they wide off again. Like I literally had, I think like three different pigtails or two. It was two different pigtails that, so you could get multiple jacks plugged in and it was just, yeah. And then you could barely hear Michelle and Eva. That's because I didn't understand my mic setup yet. So it, yeah, it was, yeah, insane. I felt bad for, you know, everyone that had to listen <laughs> couldn't hear some of it and they could hear other it was just but at the same time i think it was a special moment i think it was uh it was great and we didn't do a christmas special this year uh we kind of steered clear of one and we probably should i you know now i think about we should have done one way to go yeah i thought we should have too and i i I think we talked about it but then again man life happens and oh yeah oh yeah, life happens quick. Like we we literally put our tree up. So Christmas was Wednesday. We put our tree up like Saturday. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. And it's in the garage today. I put it back already. It's already down and in the garage. <laughs> wow. You didn't waste any time, man. Yeah, no, not Ooh. this year, which is crazy because normally like, so one of the things I love about Christmas real quick is uh, everywhere we go, we get an ornament every year that we're together. So when we're deployed, we don't get an ornament that year. And then we just put where we're at. So like last year, you know, we were here, so we got an ornament and it actually was a booth from a Christmas market ornament. And we just get it to say, you know, Kaiser Schlott in 2018. So that I, I actually love unwrapping those and being like, Oh, I remember this one. Cause it's like something new, right? You don't remember it from year to year, not with my memory. So yeah, no, this year is just, I don't know. I, I think it's because usually it's part of the sibling throwdown is the tree goes up that weekend. But, of course, we were in Dublin this year, so maybe that was why. Mm. Which means yeah. next year it's probably not going to go up because next year we're going to be in Charlotte for Thanksgiving. So it uh, doesn't look like it's going to go up that weekend then either. Poor Christmas tree. You need to get you a little one like I have here. It was sent well, to that, me by my wife oh, and children. It was so cute. Well, 
we have a uh, we have a big tree. My wife does not like to decorate the back. So the year we were leaving the states, went to Hobby Lobby. We got a stand on sale after after Christmas that rotates. So you plug it in and the tree spins. It just turns. So I was like, now you don't have a reason not to decorate the back of the tree. <laughs> Wait, so but it just continuously spins like on a motor? Yeah. yeah, it's got a little motor in it. But because here we're on one 110 uh, volts for electricity, we can't use Or we're on 220, we can't use it because it's 110. Ah, yeah. Yeah, and the ampage on the inverter, it's a whole thing here. So we don't want to burn it out because, like, even with the inverter, sometimes it'll still burn out something over time. But, yeah, I bought it because I I get frustrated because she only decorates the part you can see. And I'm like, yeah, but you got to decorate the whole tree. Like, So now she has no excuse when we get back to the States. The whole tree has to be decorated now. (laughs) We have enough ornaments. Yeah. We have enough because oh, then my yeah. siblings and I, we exchange ornaments for Thanksgiving every year. So you have to buy an ornament for a sibling and you have to have some reason to buy that ornament for that sibling. So that means you get two ornaments from every year from them. Then the one Tammy and I get. So that's three every year that we're buying. And this has been going on for like 10 years or better. <laughs> oh, that's like 30 ornaments. Good. Night. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. Just that's a quick it. side note down the rabbit hole. <laughs> down that rabbit hole we tend to do that a bit and i've cut many uh pieces of the show out before because of things like that um hey uh so <laughs> we're in the top three ed and two of them should be expected kind of sort of but yeah. the number one episode i think people are going to be surprised i'm not so surprised and, and i'll tell you why when we get to it but we're in the top three you want to tell us Wait, it's my turn, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is your turn. Yeah, so I'm going to tell you number three. Three, 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 three. Number three is episode two. Episode two was Give Me Five, Five Influencers, that is. That was one of our original ones we also recorded in your office, Ed. I remember specifically. I, I, I remember the whole... I mean, just how we felt. I, to me, that was that was definitely one of those ones that was really good. Um, I enjoyed it. I one of the you know basically you and I we went through and had to come up with five people who five yes five people who influenced us or just five influencers of our life. And one of mine actually that I gave out was uh, Rocky because. I've been influenced by Rocky throughout <laughs> yeah, my life. Yeah. yeah. And, and I, you know, even when, you know, because obviously we're, we've, uh, we've talked over the past day or two about uh, the next, the next year's worth of shows. And if those of you listen out there, what we try to do is we try to come up with a, a decent amount of titles and content for shows. So we don't have to like rack our brains every week. And there has been a couple times this past year where that's happens. Like, man, what are we going to talk about this week? You know, because we just follow the script, but we at least try to try to follow the script of the shows in order that we we want to put them in. And one of the ones mm-hmm. that I was coming up with, I was like, man, we should do one about Rocky. I was like, oh, no, I already talked about Rocky. Man, I want to do one about Rocky. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, hey, I'm, I'm a big that I'm a big fan, and I always thought it was uh, one of those things that inspired me. Um, and yeah, there's all kinds of stuff that we talked about. Because I'm looking, I'm looking at the show notes right now, and I was like, "Wow, that was crazy." Uh, what, what about yeah. you? 
Give me five. So, five and four. That is. So for once, for once, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be serious. So this episode was excellent. Um, lots of prep, lots of thought. Again, this is another one where I thought we had some problems narrowing it to just five. Um, this is when we realized that we were going two different thought processes. Um, however, one of my influencers uh, was my cousin, Matthew, uh, Matthew Haley. Yes. And unfortunately, about a month and a little bit after this episode, uh, he lost his fight with muscular dystrophy uh, and he passed away. So this has more significance to me because I was able to get it out there. Do I know if he listened? I don't know. I know the family did. A lot of my family listened to that episode and they, they kind of, you know, heard me talk about him. Um, but yeah, so this one was, is really a great episode and it's more emotionally important to me now than it was when we recorded it. So I do remember being in the office though. This was probably one of our first really long episodes too. Oh yeah, definitely it was. Yeah, I mean, it, was, <laughs> it, it 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 lasted a while. Believe me, I was like. So, so for the the listeners, so we said we we're gonna give them some behind the scenes stuff. So this reminds me that a lot of times we'll say, "Oh, well, let's talk about these ten things," and we'll say, "All right, so we'll give each thing three minutes, <laughs> so that mm. we can." Finish this episode in less than an hour and 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. And we have never once met that goal. We have Not <laughs> once. Because, because, because we get sharing experiences yeah. and knowledge and what we've experienced. And then that triggers something. And like I'll share something and I'll trigger something in you. Mm -hmm. And then we banter. And that's the beauty of a podcast to me. So we don't want to be like, oh, yeah, you know, that reminds me. Oh, we'll, we'll talk about it later. Next. And then move on. You know what I mean? Like. So, yeah, we have never, we always say it too. Oh, so there's 10 things. So 60 minutes. So that's six minutes each. And then that gives us an extra 15 minutes for the open and close. Okay. And we'll do five minutes on the open. And then we have never lived up to that. Yeah. And, and I, I have to say, Ed, that's probably because we, we, I don't think we actually have the script in a sense. Because what people don't realize is, what we do is we do a research and we figure out like kind of like an idea of what we want to talk about. Yeah. And then <laughs> we just talk about it. You know what I mean? And, and it's not yeah. like we don't realize that when we talked about it, it wasn't scripted enough to where it will constrain to a five minutes and five minutes <laughs> quickly turns into a 10 or 15 minutes in a blink of an eye, especially this right Absolutely. now we're going through, <laughs> we're just talking about 10 episodes, Ed. We're over, we're almost, we're, at, well, by my ticker here, it looks like we're an hour and 20 minutes into it, but, you know, because <laughs> I'm down a little bit, it won't be that much, but, I mean, come on, like, we have, <laughs> man, but with that episode, that particular episode, uh, episode two, was just under, just under two hours. That was our, that was our first long yeah, that was a long one. I remember. I remember being, you know, Rick always taught us, Ranger Rick there, he always taught us that uh, if you get done teaching and you're really just exhausted, you talk too much. And, man, I remember being exhausted at the end of that episode. <laughs> yes, it was. It was a good episode, though. And I would definitely yeah. say go back and listen. Now, I think our audio wasn't too bad then. Um, I specifically remember, I remember – uh, my microphone wouldn't stay up, but then I'd look over you and I would hand gesture as you're talking, hand gesture you 
to come closer to the mic and yeah, you just come at me and then you lean forward and you can hear it. If you listen to the audio, <laughs> you can hear it. Where, where your voice goes from way back here and then all of a sudden it gets close and i'm like yeah that's gonna sound like garbage okay but uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> i do remember that i'd move so close that my nose would be touching the dang on microphone and yeah. i was like this is so uncomfortable and, and not natural and thank you yeti for not making me put my my nose on a microphone anymore <laughs> yeah. Yeah, with, with the yeti i mean you can yeah. be way back here and still talk and you can hear everything fine and i'm not even close to it so yeah this yeah it's much better but yeah episode (laughs) two obviously it should be in the top three um because it was one of the earlier ones Uh, you know it just it got more it got a lot more listens than what i thought it would uh our downloads so i'm really proud of it I'm, i'm happy with that one and i could go back though ed and I think we mentioned stuff that how these can change. They could, you know, from day to day type thing. I probably could go back and I think it would definitely, my list would change just slightly, you know, and we didn't, we didn't say they were in any particular order. I remember specifically, we just, we kind of just released them as such. And it was crazy how they meshed perfectly. Like your first one and my first one were kind of similar in a certain way. And then the yeah. next one were kind of similar. It was kind of like the books too, because when we did the book one, you know, your first book that you said was a sports person. Mine was a sports person, but we never discussed that. We just, we just brought our list together and it's like, Oh wow. How's this match up perfectly? So, yeah. um, <laughs> that was really and we had to do it. And we had to do extreme ownership together because we both had it on the list. I remember the book one, but mm-hmm. yeah, this one, yeah, this one was like I said, it just it has a lot more meaning now uh, mm-hmm. than it did then, even, and it meant something. It meant something. That's why it was long because the people or the the people we talk about, the influences we talked about, they they mean some mean something to who we are. and therefore we cared enough, and we talked more about them, and we wanted to share those stories. I also think that, um, you know, the, because they meant so much to us. Um, yeah, I just lost my train of thought. You're going to have to edit that out. <laughs> nope. Yeah, just went somewhere. This squirrel. You know. <laughs> All right. Continuing on, Brian. Mm. So not editing that. Um, so. <laughs> <clears throat> All oh, right. Man, you, have, you have the power, my friend. Oh. <laughs> uh, Ed, bring us, bring it. We're, we're, we're coming home. We're coming to the final stretch of the last two or what should be our number one and number two episodes. I still don't think people are going to believe what the number one is, one is, but I have a feeling of why it's that way. But number two, you want to tell oh, us yeah. about that one? What the number two episode, which was, hold on, which was number one for a very long time. And it literally, within the past two weeks, became, it was number one, and it became number two. It's been replaced by this other episode. Oh, so you know that the list that I'm going off of that you provided me yesterday, there was a tie. Yes. So I'm going to need you to just prompt if it's three or 13. Uh, Three. Okay. So <laughs> I just need to make sure because like you said they these two have gone back and forth quite a bit 
And I'm looking and they're tied exactly as of yesterday, but you said that there were some more downloads over the last 24 hours. So yeah, there was, yes. Super appropriate that I get this one because yeah. uh, this one is significant because it's somebody that I worked for. This is uh, episode three is coming in at two. Two is three. Three is two. An interview with Jeff Watts. Oh. And, you know, yeah. And, you know, I worked for I worked for Jeff Watts. He was the before I got promoted. He was the last person I worked for before I got promoted. And uh, so it's very appropriate that it's Jeff Watts coming in at number two. This was our first interview. Am I correct? Yeah, you are. This correct. was our first interview. Yeah, this this is a rough draft. Uh, <laughs> however, everything I've gotten from family, friends, uh, and people that listen is they really enjoy the interview episodes. Which, of course, they would because those are more um, they take more coordination and work to set up, right? Especially yeah. when you've got you and Korea, me and Germany, and then most of our interviewees in the United States. So that makes it more difficult. But this was a good one. Jeff Watts' story has always been fantastic. Jeff Watts is a great person overall. Like he's just a really genuinely good guy. So, I, and I think it. I think in this episode, it kind of came across. There was some audio stuff. Uh, we recorded this in Sarah's office, if I remember correctly. Yes. Uh, after work one day. Uh, but yeah, this was a good one. First interview. This is when we introduced. Did we no? Did we do instinctive responses on this one? No, we did not. We didn't start. Oh, we didn't do it yet. Yep. We didn't start until. Yeah. Yep. So Jeff Watts, if you're out there, you owe us instinctive responses. We're going to make you record that again. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But this, I think that this really, for me, this piqued you to be like, yeah, we could do interviews. We should do more interviews. And we Uh did. We did some outstanding interviews over the year. Yep. Uh, one that I think should have been in one of these slots up here, maybe. But uh, and and if we do this again next year for our second anniversary, I think that we're going to find the Veterans Day episode probably up in the you know higher end areas because I thought that was an excellent episode. And I mean, all that years of experience. But then with Jeff, I mean, you're still looking at. You know, three twenty plus year soldiers mm-hmm. sitting down having a discussion. One with an incredible near death experience that he was able to, you know, to come back from. Which I think, looking back, probably one of the things we didn't highlight enough was the resilience of the whole thing. Like we told his story, but I don't recall really talking about how how. Uh, I don't think we highlighted the resilience side enough for our listeners to understand, you know, his motivation and, and those things. But yeah, it was yeah. a good episode. I, it, I, like I said, first interview, you yeah. know? Oh yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's crazy um, that how we went about it and, and just to tr- try to do that. But I wanted to hit upon what you mentioned about different interviews. So we've done multiple interviews this year, uh, this past year, we did the Jeff Watts interview then obviously he gets he gets airplay every time we seem to get together and talk. But we're talking about the bearded yeah. ninja himself, Rick Williams. We did that interview on episode nine. Episode nine. Yep. Then, literally just a couple episodes later, we did the Robert Roof uh, and and John Montgomery interview. That one yeah. was episode eleven. 
Then we did the Jimmy Summer interview, episode 13. Then we did the Randy Ashby um, interview on episode 15. And then we we kind of we kind of held out on interviewees. We didn't do another one though, Ed. So from Ashby, we didn't do another one until we talked to Captain Holtz on thirty nine. Wow, way thirty nine. Yeah. Yes. Now we did. So here's the deal, though. You did have you had Tammy on, and you did instinctive response with her, and then she was on the show, and then I had Michelle on, and I did instinctive response with her. And had her on the show, but we didn't really, those weren't really interviews. Those were more like conversations. Um, but I mean, I, to me, I, I feel like it was almost like it was presenting our spouses to the world over that, you know? Um, but yeah, it was, I mean, we've, and then after, after uh, Captain Holtz, we have not done another interview this year. Uh, so 39 was the last time we had one and I really, I really want to try to, uh, you know, help get us in the right direction later on, you know, for this year and and try to put some interviews, you know, put them in and get them going, you know? Um, well, so that's not a hundred percent accurate. Uh, the veterans day episode, episode 48. Ooh. You are correct. They they were guests. Yeah. They were guests. They They were guests. Yeah, there weren't interviews. We didn't. It, you know what? We did not ask Furman instinctive response, and we should have. Oh yeah, we didn't either. Man, yeah, we missed that advantage. Well, I can tell you, I can tell you definitely, comic book uh, superhero. Mm-hmm. If he could be a superhero, I already know who that is. Oh yeah, <laughs> of course. Who wouldn't want to yeah. be? Um, and <laughs> but yeah, we didn't. And I have a feeling uh, some of the questioning. If we ask this, the questions, I. I feel like we would just get one word answers and they would be more like facts. That would be his answer. Quote the Furman facts. That's what he would say. You'd say something that was rhetorical or whatever. He'd be like facts. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's that guy. Um, But we just talked to kind of talked about that part, but I want to back up a little bit because what people don't know was the difficulty the Jeff Watts interview was. And when I, I, earlier, you know, I mentioned dumpster fires. This was not just a dumpster fire. This was, oh, uh, yeah. This was, <laughs> this was an entire uh, dump, uh, as in a trash dump fire. This is how bad yeah. this was. Uh, audio. My <laughs> I'm goodness. audio now. It was <laughs> the worst. For instance, I didn't understand the hookups of com- of computers with the mics and all this stuff. So I literally we had we had three mics. Two of them <laughs> were plugged into my computer, and one of them was plugged into my iPad. So we literally were recording on two different devices at the same time, off yep. of three mics. <laughs> That not only was that the problem, but also the iPad would only record up to a certain amount of time and then it would just quit and I'd have to hold my hand up. So everyone knew that my no longer was recording. So whatever point was being made had to be made so we could start over again. On top of that, it was just when I went to put it together, nothing meshed up right because 
the way that it was recorded and how we were sitting. And I didn't understand the gain of the mics and all this different stuff. And how if I would just cut in that stupid little box that I have now that allowed me to separate <laughs> the mics and change the gain on all of them because I couldn't adjust it how I had set up. You can actually listen to that episode, Ed, and you can hear a laughter and then like not even a second, a millisecond later, you hear that same laughter because I couldn't mesh it right. So it's literally, <laughs> it's like, ha, 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 you know, it's funny how it worked out, man. Um, but now it's so much easier, because, especially what we use because of our, um, when we use Zencaster, it totally it, Zencaster is amazing. Uh, any any of you out there, if you are thinking about doing a podcast, Zencaster <laughs> is the bomb diggity, straight up the best. I love what it does. I love how the fact we've had people don't even realize that the issues we've had up to this point. Like when I'm talking about audio issues, there are times where I'm like, no, 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 you know, and I I want to literally just sit here and probably start crying <laughs> because I know it's gonna be horrible. But where literally we have lost internet either on my end or on, on Ed's end. Yeah. But the way the way Zencaster works, it, it records a local copy at the on the computer and then uploads it so anyone can download it. So I mean there yeah, it takes some editing. It takes some time, but it's way better than what that Jeff Watts interview was. Oh, my goodness. What a, you know how long it took me, Ed, to edit that? Uh, days, probably. It took me two weeks. Oh, my two goodness. Weeks. Two weeks. So you know, what's ridiculous? <laughs> what's you know what's ridiculous about that? Literally, within 15 minutes, we could have been at either one of our houses <laughs> and just done it at a house. Yeah. Like literally, we. <laughs> so that's funny. We didn't even have to be there together now that we know what Zencaster is. We could have all been at our own houses and just all dialed in. That would have been way easier. And it yeah. would have been much easier when it comes to editing. Two weeks. That's the <laughs> longest I have ever taken for any show to be edited. Two weeks. Most shows, uh, this is what I do. If it's an hour show, I automatically double the time. That's how much time it's going to take me to edit normally, right? So if it's a one hour show, it takes me two hours to edit it or sometimes longer, two to two and a half. If it's a two hour show, I'm banking on six hours probably. Well, four hours, but sometimes it'll take me six because I got to take breaks here and there. But that one, two weeks. <laughs> it's just a nightmare. But and it was I a am, good show. Yes. <laughs> yes. It was it a was, good interview. It was a great interview. It was our first, man. Yeah. We learned. like We learned so much from that. And I still, I want to say, so, and I'm keeping all the different note cards. I use, because I use note cards like crazy. Uh, everything that we do on the show, I put it on a note card or something like that. And I've got stacks and stacks of note cards. And I'm pretty sure I still have, I want to say I just found it the other day. Uh, I have the note card. Because if you remember correctly, in the very beginning, uh, right before we got started, I asked, I was asking him questions, like personal questions, because yeah. I didn't know like, where he was from. So I'm writing all that stuff down. I literally, I'm not joking. I have it in just the other room. Uh, I have like a little case that my iPad goes in, and it was still in there. It was still in there just <laughs> the other day. I, I, like literally yesterday, I want to say it was. I found it the other day after I, I came back from PT. I'd, I'd done up that little 
PowerPoint that I sent you and, and I, I was kind of rifling through. So I was like, Oh, this is, this is Jeff Watts's information. It talks about Arizona and blah, blah, you know, and I was like, this yeah. is awesome. <laughs> I still have it. So memorabilia, maybe it'd be, uh, maybe it'd be uh, something cool one day, but that was a great interview. And I enjoyed everything from Jeff Watts. Matter of fact, I just reached out to him yesterday because I also sent him that PowerPoint to ask for suggestions of what he thought. And he replied back and said, Hey, no problem. I'm going to help you out. Just like Richard Cologne, uh, he he sent me sent me some stuff back. I sent it to uh, I sent it to my buddy uh, Jason Duncan. He's going to send me some information back. Um, Rick Williams, I sent that information to him and asked him to kind of look it over and send it back because I want to do a collaboration with all these different people and yourself uh, on a future project. And I think it's going to be I think it'll be pretty great. Um, and it it's down the road, so I'm not going to talk about it too much right now. But I really think it's going to be something <laughs> big and it's going to be important. Um, but Jeff Watts, what a friend. All right. And I seen him when I was home on leave. Did I tell you that? Yeah. I'm yeah. jealous. Yeah. It was good to see him. It, yeah. It was, it was nice to see him. It was quick, but it was cool. Nice to see him, you know, still, I mean, he's still trying to become a lawyer. So, Hey, all right. Yeah. Here we are, Ed. We are at number one, our one. most downloads, most downloads to, uh, you know, to the date. Didn't think this, I, I mean, I saw it coming kind of some time back and I messaged, I messaged this individual because it is an interview and I messaged this interview and say, Hey, you know, you're creeping up on Jeff Watts and blah, blah, blah. But our number one downloaded show thus far is episode 13, an interview with Jimmy Summer. And I said that correctly this time because yeah. I want to say during the interview, I kept calling him Summers. And his, his, he does, there's no S at the end of na- his last name. And I, yeah, I edited it. I was thinking, I wonder if I can edit out the S. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> you're good. Possible. I don't know if you're that good. <laughs> no, I'm not that good. Believe me, it's not that possible. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> so, uh, but the Jimmy Summer interview, I, that, I, I could go into that in depth of just the whole, the whole thing setup of it, everything, how it all went about. Um, his story alone was amazing. I enjoyed it. I, I truly, I still to this day, uh, I thought it was kind of like, you know, a person until you interview him, then you, then you really know someone. And that's how I felt about Jimmy summer. I really enjoyed it. Well, I loved, I loved the scene. We actually went to his CrossFit gym and we sat at the counter where he inter- he you know meets people every time they come into his gym. We sat at that counter, two microphones, boom, sit right there, and we just had a conversation. That's why there's like an echo in the background because that was the, the, the that place wasn't set up for acoustics whatsoever. But it looks great for a gym, and I still follow them. I follow them on Facebook and everything else, Instagram. Uh, watch them all the time. Um, I that was. Uh, I actually drove to Nashville that morning. My wife said, hey, you should set it up so you can get your oil changed, you know, because we get our oil changed. <laughs> it's part of the maintenance package that came with our vehicles. She's like, you should just get your oil changed and then go. I'm like, oh, great idea. I'm already in Nashville. So I went and got my oil changed. I sat there and I did some show prep uh, while I was waiting. And then I went from there and I just drove straight down uh, to Franklin where he's at. And I kind of I arrived a little early. Uh, and there, there was still a class going on. Uh so there were still people in there getting after it. And I, I loved it. It was amazing. And then as people trickled out, I set up all my audio equipment and we started the interview. And the sad thing about that particular show, Ed, was I really wish you could have been a part of it. But I think we were, 
we weren't at that point of understanding how to do all this. And yeah. that, I mean, cause that was, I want to say that took place not long after you left. I think you were still in transit actually is why you didn't take partake in it. I want to say, yeah, I want to say I was in the, I might've still been in lodging. I don't even know if I was in my place yet. I don't remember. Yeah. I, I do remember that I, I didn't get to participate in that because I think, the first one I did was, was it Rick? Was it the Ninja? Um, I think no, that was the first one. I, or was it the uh, Montgomery and Roof episode? I want to say, it was, yeah, I want to say it was the first interview. Uh, oh, when you were away was Rick. Yes. Yeah. 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 So we, yeah, we weren't there yet. I mean, we, everything was that a was rough. Episode, that was episode nine. <laughs> so it was kind of yeah. weird how things worked out. Yeah, so, I mean, but it, it was good. So it's actually different, too. You get to listen to it. You know, I haven't heard the interview, so I'm really, you know, I, the Rick interview, when it got released, I I, I kind of knew the episode. But with the Jimmy Summer one, I didn't, and I learned some stuff. Uh, again, I only knew him from being in the gym at the academy. I really never spoke to him, really never had personal interaction with him, but his story was great. And I definitely, I, I love to see a good veteran, you know, gets out and secedes story. So his story falls into that. No matter whether I am a uh, super fan of CrossFit or not, I, he's a successful combat mm-hmm. veteran, knew yeah. what he wanted, got out the army, went out there, got after it and mm-hmm. made it happen. And I mean, Nashville's not the, uh, you know, it's a competitive market down there for stuff, anything. It's growing, so, you know, there's those things. And he, he's still there, so that's awesome. That's, you know, great to hear. Um, but it was I, – I enjoyed it. I enjoyed being a, a listener rather than a participant uh, at that point. I thought it was a unique perspective. Yeah, I, I was a, it was a great uh, interview. I And – like you're exactly right. I still fall. Like I said, I follow them on Facebook and I also follow them on Instagram, uh, CrossFit free flow. It's kind of hard to say, uh, but <laughs> it's, it, I mean, a great organization. I just saw a, a, an updated picture of Jimmy and he looked great. I mean, he looks in wonderful shape, uh, and you know, beautiful mustache too. I'm gonna tell you, it's just amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a but, CrossFit box, not a gym. It is. It's a CrossFit box. I just didn't know if you, you know, you would accept that, you know, because I didn't call it. I, a, a I listened to the episode. It was. It's a box. See, I learned I know, something. I know it's a box. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah. <laughs> but but hey, that was our number one episode. That has been our number one download episode, and I have a feeling that's because they have a lot of interaction with a lot of people and. Those people probably, you know, they probably made friends with him on Facebook and then, oh, they seen it in the timeline that, hey, he was in a show. Let's listen to that show. Uh, but he mm-hmm. definitely, uh, that's it was crazy how he surpassed Jeff for a moment there. Um, but as I sit here right now, I am pulling up the most up-to-date statistics for all-time shows for, you know, what we have thus far. And Jeff Watts has retaken the lead. <laughs> he is now at one download more than Jimmy Summer. So, Jeff, you're back on top, buddy. Um, so, w- 
we our whole thing is completely different now. What in the world? No. Now yeah, I mean, that's, that's great. So that means the show is somebody is listening. So we're talking about these episodes like like the Jeff Watts interview. That's from a year ago uh tomorrow. A year and somebody has downloaded it like like three, four times in the last twenty four hours to listen to it. So that's the magnificence of this show. That means somebody's still being reached by these. The Jimmy Summer episode was from March, uh, you know, of 2019, and it's still getting downloads. And I mean, it's good to have a little friendly competition, but I need the Bearded Ninja to pick up the pace and need him to crack this top 10 before next year. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. Yeah, I'm, I'm, looking down, I'm looking down through the numbers, Ed, and every, all these episodes, the numbers have, have increased now. There's a couple that have switched places. Um, and I just sent this to you yesterday, like yep. about, you know, close to this time now. Um, so about 24, well, not this time, but about a little over 24 hours ago. And we've we've had a shift change in the number one, number two. Um, also, uh, the, th- the three books of influence has bumped up one. Uh, so that's that's a that's a big thing. Um Let's talk about yeah. suicide has also bumped up a position. Yeah, no, I, I like it. Oh, actually, no, I'm sorry. Influencing Ronald Reagan bumped up two positions. So, yeah, this, I mean, there's been some change uh-huh. in just one, 24 hours and yeah. a number of downloads. So it's just awesome, man. This is great. Um, we, you know, we have a lot to go with on this show. Uh, we have a lot that we want to try to do. Obviously, this has been like our year in review. But Ed, we, like you said earlier, we want to talk about some goals. Um, and I, I know I've got some goals written down right here in front of me. I don't know what you did. If you wrote them down, I've got them on this yeah. indie dandy note card, um, <laughs> note card. Yeah, that's a, and I, I just stash them away and then I find them later and I'm like, Oh, Hey, look, this is cool. Um, but with that, I know for instance, this past year, my goal was to see this show get about 5,200 downloads for the year. Well, we were right at that. We're not quite there yet. And, you know, it it obviously didn't reach it. But for this coming year, I really want to I really want to push things at. Um, and part, one, of my, one of my goals is to push it to double that and try to get 10,000, at least 10,000, which comes out to about 200 per week. And I think because we did, if you remember correctly, we did a lot of push in the beginning, right? And yeah. if you look at the statistics, you can see that push, that that constant uh, advertising, or basically us doing our Facebook lives and just constantly telling everybody about it. And that's what got people interested in realizing, oh, hey, this is something to do, listen to. Um, I think if we continue that, and that's the other, that's another goal that I have on there is, you know, to get more of the videos back out there that we're doing because they were really good. So that those are two of the, those are two of the four goals I kind of wrote down thus far. What do you get? What do you got so far? So one of them was definitely uh, to get more uh, uh, videos out there. That was one. And then, uh, and then of course you stole my other one to have the increase uh, and, and listeners, <clears throat> but I, I would like to, uh, over the course of the next year, try to figure out like, um, uh, I know we talked about before a YouTube channel, maybe 
something, but it, the, we both have GoPros. It would be a matter of how to edit that, which, you know, maybe I would be able to learn how to edit it, to mesh two videos, to put something on YouTube, even if it's just like a teaser trailer or something like that. I think uh, expanding, yes. expanding our reach through other mediums. Yeah, that sounds really fancy, actually. That's pretty good. I came out down the top of my head. Um, but I, I yeah, <laughs> I think that that would be great, and I think it would help us with our overall goal. You you way overshot me, man. I went twenty five percent increase in numbers. Uh, you went you know you went double. So uh, yeah. I'll see I'll see your double though. I'll see your double. Get you know get to work, my friend. Get to but work. I think if we could do, you know, and again, I don't I, listen. I don't know the technical stuff for Facebook, but I think even if we did like little short clip videos on Facebook watch or something that would be funny uh, to kind of peak interest or something, you know, I'm not saying I cut promos like we, mm-hmm. like I do for uh fancy football, but I mean, it can be something funny to do, you know, to draw that attention. So I'm, lo- I'm looking for ways to improve our public uh, publicity and Absolutely. how we attract our listeners. So, yeah, I think that'd be well, awesome. I think and that's, you know, and that's awesome because we both wrote these down, right? We started writing these down and we wrote them separate. We did, it wasn't like I said, hey, I'm thinking about doing this. And you said, oh, yeah, I'm thinking about this. We actually wrote these down and they're very much matching up. You know, um, they're not exactly the same because mine literally says work on videos for the show. So that's, yeah, that's an array of things. That's exactly what you're talking about, whether it be trailers, <laughs> little spoofs, little jokes. I mean, just tons of things. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, I also had two more, though. I did have oh, two okay. more goals. Yeah, two more goals. Um, one of those goals we have already discussed about trying to do and, and to try to get it involved, it was to get more interviews because I think our listeners really do enjoy the interviews. And one of those things was definitely uh, a, a female's take, interviews with more females. Now, we, we had Captain Holtz on the one time, but that's really it. Other than our, we had each one of our wives on. But I, I really like to get different perspectives uh, especially there, but just interviews in general. That's one of the goals I added on. I had added on here while I was writing them down. And then the last one, this is kind of a thing that I kind of started that I'm still kind of, I don't know, I'm, I'm toying with is basically kind of more merchandise to kind of get out there to listers. And, and not, not so much like for people to buy from us or anything. Like I have these stickers. I had these stickers made up and they didn't cost me that much. I, I want to kind of get more stuff like that out there. Uh, particularly I'm still looking to do, it's not done yet, but it's going to be done is the, the Ed Haley head, just the picture of Ed Haley's head as a sticker to go out there. Because I think that (laughs) it's going to scare children and it'll scare adults to listen. All right. That's why. <laughs> Not <laughs> but nice. Yeah. But I mean, that's the kind of thing I want to look toward, try to get, you know, and, and it's not going to cut, co- you know, because obviously we're kind of doing this. We're not, we're at no point are we doing it with, we taking any money from anybody for the show. We're doing out our own pocket. So it's not going to be like something crazy lucratively expensive, but you know, to give out some stickers and stuff, you know, to help support this show, but also can I say, Hey, thank you. Yeah, I'm down with that. Maybe, you know, so, but that's what I had. I had four goals for the show. Now I got to do, I got to, I got to uh, reevaluate and make, we got to turn it into smart goals, Ed. 
Oh, that's a good. That's a that's a pretty good idea. I I have one more goal too, by the way, Brian. But this Go. is more you and I goal. Uh, I would like to build a ten episode <laughs> buffer. <laughs> ten. Uh, so, yes. So when life happens, uh, and we're we're anticipating some significant life events for you this year, uh, and then next year. Very. It'll be me. Like next year, I'll be the one, probably leaving Germany. So, yeah, a ten episode buffer uh, we need to build. Uh, this episode will actually get us a one episode buffer. <laughs> <laughs> Slightly, actually. If we we'll put it this way, if we don't record anything else this week, Ed, uh, it'll be a zero buffer. <laughs> yeah, well, we got one until tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, actually, it's already released. I hit the button earlier, a little early. It already released, it already released the, uh, the smart goals one already released. Yeah. Yep. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> yep. So, yeah. So technically then we have a zero buffer. <laughs> but, yeah, it can be, it can be those of you listening. It can be a test because when we get down to the crunch, we've, we've done a recording on a Monday and I uh, had to edit it mm-hmm. by well, Monday, my time. And I had to have it record uh, edited completely by Tuesday at fourteen hundred my time. So it's it could be yeah it could be a test. So yeah we're we're yeah. trying to get we're trying to get through this. Uh, but I've enjoyed going over these last few, and you know we kind of we kind of alluded to some of the stuff we're going to talk about uh, later this year. Uh, and we want to try to build it up through different quarters, but uh, just a few things. So you kind of, uh, those of you out there, you know, what we're going to kind of hit upon. Uh, we've talked about Simon Sinek tons of times. So we really want to do a book review on leaders eat last. Uh, that would be a great one. Um, mentioned earlier, the positive and negative influence of talent management. That's a good one. Also, uh, Ed and I, we've got a show that we want to do once I get back to the United States and I'm with my wife and he's going to sit down with his wife. And we want to do a book review on a very popular book that actually kind of helps you connect. And I feel it is a form of influence because then you kind of understand people. Um, and and all, he's the one that brought it up. Uh, but we want to do on the five love languages uh, by Gary Chapman, which is a really, really good book. Um, we've got some other book reviews. We wanted to do another suicide awareness uh, show mm-hmm. because that could be that could be really uh, important. Uh, we talked about red teaming before. We've kind of hit upon red teaming a little bit, but we want to kind of look at the influence of red teaming and how it works out. Um, also, we've got the the whole series of influence is, and we've just added to it. Uh, one of the ones Ed kind of brought to my attention was influence is lifelong learning. There it is. It's finally plugged there into the show. Every single show. <laughs> uh, a couple other influences would be influences respect. Uh, influence is loyalty. Influence mm. is transparency. So, I mean, there's, and it's just kind of looking at each one of those. Uh, we talked about earlier also the first president and and get, get kind of get to know George Washington a little bit better on a more, uh, uh, a deeper level. Uh, another, this one, <clears throat> people are going to add that. I, I got a couple here that sound very weird, but there's a lot of meaning behind them. So the title of this, the, this next few is, uh, this one is throwing glass rocks at diamond houses. Just let it simmer for a while. Yeah, you'll, yeah, definitely. Uh, tactics of influence. That almost takes like a tactical approach on it, on influence. Um, 
vices squeeze the life from life. And we talked about I'll start Monday. And last one that I I've actually wrote a small uh, a small little blog on once was it's called Nice Blinker. And it's got a lot of exclamation marks in it. Uh, but those are just some of the ideas. Some of the 28 shows, 29, 20, maybe 30 shows that we already have kind of like in mind uh, for the next year. But with that, we have a task all the time. We give a task every show. We want some feedback on this. Not only are we going to ask in this task that you go and do a review Go to the iTunes and do a review on the show and give us an honest feedback uh, of the show. If it's not five stars or more, then you know just put five stars, uh, no matter what. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but give us a review. That's one. So this is a two-part task. First, to give it a review. Second part is, what is it that you would like to hear or you're interested in? dealing with what Ed and I have gone over for the past year. You know, it's, it's very much leadership, team develop, all that stuff. But maybe there's some part of influence that we're missing and we'd like to hear from you about. So two part. First, give us a review. Second, what is it you want to hear about? And if you don't tell us, we're going to keep going the direction we're going because obviously it's working. Ed, what do you got for the audience before we uh, end this one? Uh, well, we appreciate the support, obviously, over the last year. We welcome ideas so that you can see that we don't have enough episodes for an entire year laid out already. So there's always room for audience uh, and listener ideas. I mean, that's how we did the Science of Likeability episode uh, was based off of a recommendation from a listener. So mm-hmm. <clears throat> I encourage you to participate. Give us, shoot us your ideas. And uh, yeah, and, and let's look forward to 2020. I hope everybody has an outside of uh, has an outstanding 2020. I hope it's even better than 2019. I'm hoping it is for our show. Oh, I think it's going to be great, Ed. Uh, but with that, I, I really don't have much more to say, Ed. Do you? No, that's about it, Brian. I am Brian. And I am Ed. And this has been the Instinctive Influencers Podcast Year in Review. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.